Hi, it's Jay Mueller from Bad Producer Productions. Thanks for listening to this podcast. It's one of seven we currently produce. They include The Garrett, Team Effort, Childproof by Tony Martin and Geraldine Quinn, Game Changers with Craig Bruce, In the Pocket NFL, The Greatest Season That Was 93, and our newest podcast, The Final Word Cricket Podcast with Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins. I don't know which of those you're about to listen to, but whichever one it is, I hope you enjoy it, and I'm grateful for your time and enthusiasm. Thank you. All of our podcasts are supported by the generous team at A.V. Jennings. For more than 85 years, A.V. Jennings has created communities for people just like you. A.V. Jennings communities are designed for the way people want to live today. To find out more, visit avjennings.com.au. A.V. Jennings, your community developer. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsor, A.V. Jennings. And welcome back to the Team Effort. I'm still Ed Cavalier. Today, it's all about the best ever. We find ourselves absolutely drenched in quality today, my friends. Here and just so solid, it's the business end of our podcast. Hello, Producer Jay. Good to be here. Now, listen here, you. The Team Effort's not mucking around, yeah? Mm. So put down that device. Stop sucking down those fat cigarettes. You're not going to learn shit from Minecraft or <laughs> Nine, honey. These experts don't have time to waste, except Ash. So get your shit together and listen up. <laughs> I don't have time to waste either. <laughs> Sorry, Ash. I just get a bit fired up when no, the team no. effort gets cranking. Like an unattended thermix, we're ready to blow with our guests. Who's that queen bitch keeping her glass filled to the rim? It's the notorious A.S.H. Yes, that's him on MTV, no doubt, with a titty out like what? Stand to attention and get ready to welcome the man with the two-inch running shorts, Mr. Ash Williams. I'm drenched. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat, let's hope. Now, we'll put some applause in there for you. Now to our next guest. The best way to describe him is imagine a model turned blogger turned DJ. Now imagine the exact opposite of that. He's actually funny and talented and has never hashtag beach bod in his life. His new book, Deadly Kerfuffle, is rocketing up the bookselling charts so fast that Jimmy Barnes has had to find a five-minute period that's currently doesn't have a book about it in his life in order to make one up as to try and head him off at the pass. Can you please welcome book writing author, Mr. Tony Martin? Yes, watch out, Kerry Ann Kennelly, and your hardback. I'm coming for you. Yeah, man. Yeah. And now to the man who single-handedly dragged Offspring up the showbiz ladder only to cruelly drop it like it was not hot. It's the lion heart of thespianism like Timon and Pumbaa and Mustafa and that bird that Rowan Atkinson played all in one. Stand up, shake your paws together for the leader of the pride, Mr. Lockie Hume. Oh, thank you, William. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Theme music, please. Lucky pass oh, around, <laughs> Come on. Real theme music, please. Yes, that's right. It's all about the best ever. Yes, we're going to do some JFK. Uh, we have yep. to. Still so many things uh, uh, people to cover. Are on tenter hooks from the last episode, yeah, yeah. did George Miller, not the Mad Max no. one, the other one, did he direct the film Prey? The low grossing, 600 bucks at the box office. 350 Prey. I think it was. In today. <laughs> I was including video release. Uh, in fact, he did. Oh. But why, why I was confused oh. is because he's whopped a T in there. He's now George T. T. Miller. Miller. And you know what the T's for? Oh. The. George <laughs> the Miller. Uh, Rex Hunt, your thoughts on that? Give me a break, will you, Cyril? Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious me. Sack the cook and hold my calls. Mm-hmm. What is the game coming mm-hmm. to? Thank you, Rex. Ash. He loves like having that. his calls held. <laughs> that, well, sack the cook, too. <laughs> Poor cook. 
Um, Ash, uh, when we left off, yeah. uh, Team Effort listeners have been left hanging because you promised a Harley Davidson story that you had, quote, forgotten for six years. Yes. Until, miraculously, at the mention of Harley <laughs> Davidson and the Marlboro Man, it all came flooding no, back. Again, it was like, like... Ash's life is like NAM flashbacks. It's just something... You know, something triggers him and he goes, oh, he's, he's back in the... I'm, I'm getting lots of flashbacks though at the moment. You know why? Because you're not drinking. Yeah, I'm off the piss. Yeah. Really? <clears throat> Couple were of days. you uh, on the piss? No, no, no. I wasn't aware that you were... Oh, not, not hardcore, but I used to um give, okay. it, a, give it a shake. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go, um, Harley Davidson. And uh, so I was in LA, and I went for a Harley Davidson TVC, right? And um, they're like, uh, first things first, try on the leather jacket. I said, great. Walked in, tried on the leather jacket, and they said, oh, my God. You're the first person today. We've seen like 60 dudes. The leather jacket fits you perfectly. He's our man. And I'm thinking in my head, they're like, fuck, yes, I fucking got this. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Going to be rich. Yeah. And then... And then um, they're like, uh, so uh, do you ride? Do you ride oh, Harley oh Davidsons? And like, yes. showbiz rule, yes oh, to everything. Yes, I said to everything. Yes, that's I how, do. That's I how I ended juggle up, while I ride. That's I mean, how I nuts? ended up working with Ed Cavalier. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how I got to where I am today. That's also how Lockie Hume ended up driving a Lamborghini on screen, <laughs> despite having never, Paulini style, never having a driving license. Correct, Amunda. Yes, Ash. And because um, you worry about that when you get to the shoot day, you know, you can sort out the riding and they're like, uh, hang, what on, it- hang on, you were attempting to learn how to ride a Harley Davidson. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. We're still in the casting. Oh, like, okay. So you ride? No, I said, yeah, man, I ride. Yeah, just wait till we get on set and I'll yeah, be able to do it. Big time, big time. I've been in this game a long time, baby. And I said, uh, yeah, uh, I ride. He goes, what do you ride? I said, ah, you know, yeah. just uh, Harley Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> And then everyone, huh? everyone's there. Huh? Everyone just can't believe how well the jacket fits. They're just like <laughs> clapping, like yeah. just like mouth agape. I'm thinking, I am going to be huge. This is my calling. This is it. And they said, well, um, we just need to get some footage of you uh, riding the Harley. Yeah. And I go, yeah, no worries. I said, um, come with us. Uh. They took me into another room. I walked through that room. They walked me into the car park. Have you still got the jacket on? Yep. I'm trailed by 10, 15 casting <laughs> agents. Waiting for me in the car park is a Harley Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's running. Okay. They well, said, that's step one. You don't have to learn how to turn it on. <laughs> yeah, well, and, then the, and then the camera guy's with me. Go, we just need to get a few laps of you circling the car park with the leather jacket on. The job's yours. I walk up to it thinking, how am I going to fall in here? <laughs> and I look at it and said, uh... Nice bike. How much is this worth? And they're like, oh, it's like 100000 bucks." And I go, ooh, it's a bit. <laughs> and uh, I said, How much is the jacket? <laughs> and then I said, why don't we, um, I said, my, my leg's a bit shoddy at the moment. Why don't I just get on uh, and we'll just do some still shots and pretend that I'm riding and we'll, we'll just take care of that in the shoot day. And I said, no, 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 we need the video. So then I get on thinking, fuck, I'm going to have to try and ride this thing. <laughs> and I just thought, I'm going to fucking crash it and then I'll, Oh, $100,000. So I said to the casting guy, I said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. Which one? There's like 15 of them. The main guy. <laughs> right. With the gray hair. He knows who he is. And um, I said to him, I'm going to be honest with you. It's been a while. <laughs> and he goes, how long? I said, a long time. He said, what's a long time? I said, 20 years. <laughs> 20, settled on 20. Right. So that would have made you like 10 so, when you'd <laughs> last in the Harley. And then I, I said, and to be honest, I didn't really ride it that well back then. <laughs> so I was ten, I was, because I was 10 years old and had no place on a Harley no, Davidson. Because your feet couldn't reach the pedals. <laughs> Do they have pedals? I don't know. And, and then he just looked at me like, Bastard. you're not getting the job. Give me the job. And then I just said, I'm, 
I'm going to go. And he said, yeah, I think we should. <laughs> Did you take the jacket? <laughs> I gave him the jacket back and I walked out and everyone looked at me, leave the car park. And um, I never saw them again. I'd like to think that that grey-haired guy has put on a tickling video one night. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that guy. There he is. He looks fantastic in manacles. I hope oh, so. God. I used to know a guy who, uh, who was a tough guy. He was an ex-cop mm. who got a job as a postman. Mm. For Turak oh. in uh, Melbourne, which Swanky is a suburb, suburb, yeah. posh suburb. Mm. And when he found out that he was going to be driving a motorbike, went to the post office and said, Could I drive a Harley Davidson? As a postman. As a postman. And what he said, and because he went, Surely it could just be any kind of motor, and they wouldn't, they weren't up I for it. had to be the Honda. Yeah, just had, had to, to be, be the little l- putt 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 Honda bike. And did he have to wear the Legionnaire's <laughs> I think cap so. underneath the helmet, which <laughs> yeah. is I always love? Short pants. Oh, but how good would it be to have the Harley? Oh, that would to have be like, a- you know, the Sons of Anarchy looking yeah. postman. Yeah, with all high vis. That yeah, is and a and very the high good handlebars. Yeah, what are hangers? What are they called? They were called ape hangers in New Zealand. I don't know what they're called here. Originally designed for long highway drives because that that was a more relaxing position oh is that what it i read is? that somewhere mm, it's right. probably incorrect you told me that i've been yeah. telling everyone so anyway the comedy right. continues here <laughs> at the uh podcast let's have some trivia two bittersweet stories about harley <laughs> we're so out of practice aren't we the well, what are the names of the adult films that travis takes his date to in taxi driver oh what are uh, sweet something or other sweet yeah no it's low that's incorrect we move to Tony. The two names of the double feature. Is it behind the green door? It's not behind no, the green door. No, no, no. It's a Swedish yes. something. Yes. Um, I am curious yellow. No. no. It, one of the first one is called Sometime, and the second one is the Swedish marriage manual. Right. Sometime Sally. She's not listed, but I'd love Ooh, her. Geez, Ed, that look on your face then was I was right. I was like, come on. Yeah, come on. Give me the Harley. I'm out of here. <laughs> Give it okay, a damn, yeah, Harley. Good, okay. Lockie. Yes, mate. Oh, we have to do it. Everyone is allowed. We're talking about the best ever. The best ever conspiracies, of course, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, JFK murders and all the things mm-hmm. surrounding it, Tone. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, now there's been a number of files that have been released. Now, everyone, Ash, has been tweeting at you and I, saying mm-hmm. you have to get Lockie on. Uh, you have to talk about the JFK murder. You just have to do it. Now, I think the best way to do this is that we're all allowed one JFK question each. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you like to open the batting tone or would all you like right. me to do Lockie, uh, how much has been crossed out? Because I know originally Donald Trump was going to let everyone read the whole thing, and then somebody obviously had a word to him. Uh, Hey, Donald, come here a second. And then it was redacting a go-go. Of the file release, only 50% of the files have come out, not 100% as promised. There's been a lot of redactions, a lot of missing pages, but the most interesting aspect of the five top suspects, who are all CIA officers, who are all deceased, all of their files have been completely sanitised. So, for example, David Atlee Phillips, who was the chief suspect in the assassination as the so-called mastermind of the Kennedy plot, there is not one document from 1961 to 1965 in his file. So is it that the documents aren't there or is it that they are there but there's a lot of felt pen crossing no, 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 out that you could maybe hold up to the light? Literally open, open no. the, vin- the manila folder. Okay, let's let's go with Tone's hold nothing. up to the light nothing. theory for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so nothing there. Okay. Um, oh, uh, and the other condition that Trump's put on releasing the rest of the files is, is that anyone who's living, their file will not be released. Well, there's only one person living. Okay, hang on, hang on. And mm. that is Ruth Payne. Oh, there's two, is her husband, there? Michael Payne, okay. who, uh, are the, who are the other people who provided all of the evidence con- that effectively convicted Lee Harvey Oswald in the public's mm. eyes. Okay. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. Back 
and to the left. That's uh, from Oliver Stone's Pilates class. <laughs> <laughs> that is, of course, Kevin Costner in the JFK film, Ash. Uh, what do these files do for back and to the left? Um, well, the stuff that's nothing. Nothing. Oh, well, you're, you're, not nothing. At, uh, you're not looking at autopsy stuff. Let me ask you this. Like My one question is, yep. uh, how the, the thing I read on the internet is that the main name that's been redacted mm. out of these files, because he is still alive very much so, and has was in the CIA, CIA at the time, is George Bush Sr. Aha. Uh-huh. Jesus. <clears throat> no, that's not true. There's, no. there's stuff relating to Bush Sr. that has been redacted. This oh. is not my question. Mm-hmm. What is redacted? Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> redacted means somebody has uh, put a, taken a big sh- black Sharpie yeah. and crossed it out. Big black. Yeah, right. Okay, mm-hmm. ask um, your question. Okay. I'm sick of this. This is my question. I'm sick of it, Lockie. I'm yeah. sick of this this game. I'm yeah. sick of wasting time. Yeah. I want to get on with my life. I'm 35 years old. Yeah. I want got, answers. Yeah. My question is, who killed JFK? Good question. Okay. <laughs> Strong. Don't know why Tony and I are messing yeah. around in the shallow end. It was it? Direct it. Okay, here it is. Was it I'll Professor try, Plum? I'll, I'll try and keep it. I'll try and keep it succinct. Here we go. It was a plot engineered by a handful of CIA officers using a little bit of mafia money, using some Cuban exile operatives to uh, assassinate John F. Kennedy to pin the blame on the Fidel Castro Cuban government in order to launch an invasion of Cuba. And it all went horribly wrong. Wow, that is... Okay, now this is not a question about the files, okay. but sort of on topic. That's okay. Lockie, what uh, value have you got from, uh, as uh, we mentioned on this show before, your journey to Dallas to measure an aqueduct? Um, well, I believe it was a viaduct. A viaduct, it, it, really? Oh. I don't know the difference. Ash, what's the difference? They're the same thing. Okay, thank you, Ashley. <laughs> there was a, there's a little there in, in in all the literature on the Kennedy case. There are mm. what I call micro books, which they just literally like they're pamphlets and they deal. It's like they're a hundred pages long. They deal with one specific thing. Mm. And there was one that came out several years ago called Flight from Dallas, where this I've talked about it to you guys before. Yes, where yes. It was claimed that a that a, a military jet landed mm. in the Dallas viaduct, mm. and um, so one of my dear mates, Ivan Deverson, he's a pilot. And so I rang Ivy up and I said, give me the specs on this plane. He did. And so I thought, well, when I'm in Dallas, I'll go and have a look to see if that's feasible. It's more than feasible. The oh, Dallas so fire wow. ducks about four times and the you've length measured of this. the MCG. You've measured it. You don't need to. It's huge. You said it's enough. Yeah. Just by an eye do, test is enough. Yeah. Wow. Do you think that there is a file somewhere in the FBI or the CIA building which has got pictures, long lens pictures of a bloke from Offspring and a tape measure <laughs> in an aqueduct. I did have a creepy, the first time I ever went to Dallas, did have a very creepy experience when I walk, came into Dealey Plaza with my then girlfriend at the time. And, um, was it because you made her dress as Jackie O? It was the blood splatter and the guns and things. But this, this guy came up and said, oh, I'm from uh, Dallas morning news and uh, mm-hmm. what are you doing here and i said oh well, we're just here because of the obviously the historic yeah, historical significance and he just whipped out a camera and took a shot at me and i said really? excuse me can, you got a business card and he mm-hmm. just quickly walked off mm-hmm. there's my little f maybe that, that's my fbi file being created Who knows? Wow. Like that. so do you Jay. think he's a full-time fbi on the ground I, and I think certainly for the anniversaries, they're very interested to see who turns what type, up. Yeah, who yeah, turns yeah, up yeah. and what type of interest is. Look, the thing about the file release, this is the most crucial thing everybody needs to understand. Give it to us. Is that here we are 54 years after the assassination and the CIA are still desperate not to have their files released. They lobbied Trump right up until midnight that night. Wow. They were in the Oval Office and as a result, 
so much stuff has been sanitised. It's against the law. The law was passed in 1992 to release these files. They have not been re- released. What does that the CIA not want Jeez, us to know yeah. all this time? But Later. didn't we learn mm-hmm. on this podcast that the real evidence is contained in the DVD extras? For yeah, yeah. that's it. All you got to do is just look at the, the Weigman film in high res, and there he is, Oswald, standing on the stage. In the vestibule, drinking the, a Coke. In the vestibule, drinking a Coke, which is exactly what Oswald told the cops. Ash. Poor Oswald. Hey, listen. Yeah, yeah, poor Oswald. Oswald. No one ever thinks <laughs> about Oswald. Yeah, yeah, this. I do too. The kid was that's, chewed up and spat yeah, out. That is so yeah. true. Yeah. I, always, I do think about him, and thank you for pointing it out, Ashley, up top. Yeah, You're thank a good you. Man. High five for Oswald. No, no High worries. five all around. Yes, Jay. I, um, I sometimes like to let Google guide the questions. Good. You start to type in something, and, and then it'll give you a whole yeah, bunch yeah, of suggested yeah, things. Yeah. And the number one thing, Lackey, did the JFK, is what I started to type, right. and then it's the first question is, did the JFK limo stop? Yes, it did, according to eyewitnesses, but it does not, according to the Zapruder film. There is the discrepancy. I believe the Zapruder film, but I do believe William Greer, who was the driver of the limo, there's at least 10 eyewitnesses who saw the brake lights come on. Now, if you look at the Zapruder film, you see Greer turn around. Yeah. He's not doing his job. He's actually, he looks behind him instead of just accelerating. Yeah. But I think, sir, you've got a little bit of a combination of both. I think he's... Oh, he's he's jammed the brake on. He's jammed the brake, yeah. Not come to a screaming stop yeah. but touch the brake pedal you know that's what, what the red light saw and then accelerated but he obviously you got to remember all the Secret Service guys were drunk Right. Yeah. They'd all been mm. out till four in the morning drinking this shit called clear water, which I've drunk, right. which is a Texan moonshine. So you right. drank it just for research yeah, purposes? I did. I did. <laughs> clear water? No, I didn't do it in Dallas. I had some flown over. <laughs> oh. But um, now they all went to a place called the Pat Kirkwood Cellar Bar, yeah. which was a notorious beatnik hangout. Oh. They were drinking all night. A retired fireman was left to guard JFK and Jackie back wow. at the hotel. Jeez. These guys were drunk as skunks. Mm. That's why none of them moved. So you ask yourself, is that part of the plot? Mm. It's like the Julius Caesar thing. You remove the Praetorian Guard and you can get to Caesar. Mm. You know, it's not about bribing these guys. You make them inactive. Can you remember? It's like a 35-degree day. Yeah, it was stinking hot. Yeah, you know what I mean? Jeez. And yeah. so who's Pat Kirkwood? His best mate was a fellow called Jack Ruby. Oh, who's <laughs> Who killed Oswald, together. Ash. He killed Oswald. And what about what? Abraham uh, Zebruder himself, of yeah. course, uh, lived <clears throat> out his days showing his home movies and having people going, yeah, it's not as good as your early stuff. <laughs> <laughs> also, here's, um, here's a feather on your cap, I think. That's the terminology tone. I don't believe Zapruder. Oh, I yeah. think the CIA are behind Zapruder's film. I reckon they doctored that thing. No, no, no. Go with me, Locke. Okay. I'm pretty sure... And um, but how would it have? Looked? I mean, it's they not doctored, and you know why? Because you know a little bit about film and film technology tone. It's a Super 8 film, but it's the side by side Super 8 film. Ah, uh, yes. So to prove that it is not doctored, you actually just have to show the full screen. So there's home movies of like yes. in his office with the dressmaking and shit, and next to it is the Kennedy. Oh, so she used to film two things at once on yeah. either side oh, no. in a tone. Yeah. So and of course they didn't have the special effects. You know, it, oh. would, have, it would have looked like HR Puff and stuff. But, see, <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's, you, see, you know what? And no, no, no. Look, you, you need to throw out, um, you know, theories. And that's you do, been but you see, things disproven. like, was the Zapruder film fake? Just shit that bogs down the, the, the research community in crap that goes nowhere for years. Mm. People have published books saying it was fake. And then all you have to do is just go, yeah, but why don't we just show the whole film yeah, side exactly. by side and then you 
That's right. Much it. like yeah. Grown Ups too. When you see it in its entirety, <laughs> Tony, yeah. it, it makes sense. When you watch the entirety of the Zabruda footage, there's a three-minute custard pie fight at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one ever a, talks about it. It's but hilarious. Like, but like That's Dr. Right. Strangelove, they cut it. That's right. It wasn't uh, testing well. It didn't test. We've got a Kubrick reference in. We're covering all bases here at Team Effort. Ash, we've had a number of phone conversations before the podcast today, and you assured me that there were two stories you had to get away, which I'm always in support of. One, of course, was that I never know the stories, Tony, he saves them for me. Yep. Rowan's, of course, was the Harley Davidson one. And remember I said, now, make sure you don't forget the other one. What was now, the other one? Yeah, see, that's the problem, because the look you're giving me... <laughs> no, because I've got two. I've got two. Yeah, but you've done well, one. Give me, the, give me one word, pricey, of the one word... Uh, uh, so I've got mannequin or um, beanbag. <laughs> oh, beanbag. Fucking okay. beanbag. beanbag we'll get right. to mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> right, give us fucking beanbag. This is... this is uh, Okay, go. I'm, I'm buying a beanbag. Congratulations. I, okay. I used to, um, the last beanbag I bought was six, sorry, seven years ago. Oh, so was, it's not your first beanbag? No, 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 no. I only get the good ones. Now, the, the one I bought seven years ago was uh, red leather, fluoro red leather. It was about 350 bucks. Yes. I was walking down the street on, when did I speak to you, Ed? I think it was Wednesday. I yeah. said, mate, I'm buying a beanbag. Yeah. I drove past it. <laughs> And I just stopped the car. I thought you were walking down the street. No, I got an X5 BMW. Oh, and um, I, um, I stopped the car and uh, I, I went over and I said, listen, how much for your beanbag? And she said, which one? I said, you know which one? Yeah. The massive one. Yeah, man. She said, that's 500. Ooh. All right. Plus the beans. I said, oh. So 500 for a Hang bag? So, so, the, so for the empty flat bag. That's 500. So the beans are extra. Absolutely. So I said, how much for the beans? Much for the so you're not buying a beanbag, you're buying a bag. Because there's no beans in it. Yeah, but wait till, wait till I put the beans in it. Oh, then, man. then. That can sometimes be a two-man job, buddy. So if you need some help, give me a call. Okay, well, it's actually a double. It's as big as a double bed. So we could probably really? just lie on it together. Yeah, because I want to sit on my balcony and get sun. So anyway. Um, uh, that doesn't sound like my speed, but anyway. <laughs> no, no, but I can. I've got I'm to. I'm to do it indoors and do daddy's home too. Well, you can, you can sit inside and we can yell at each other through the windows. And, um. <laughs> And then, uh, and um, so and so, Ed, so then I said to her, "How much for the beans?" And she said, "Well, my beans are thirty dollars a bag. Kmart's are fourteen, but they're terrible beans." And I said, "I know what you're saying. I'm going to buy the beans off you because your beans are better." She said, "Exactly." So we're looking at the total cost. Okay, so I got to buy four bags of beans because uh, it's a huge, a huge thing. So it's six. What is it? Six twenty. Yeah, so that's good. We're looking at $620 for a bean Plus, bag. I want to get two pillows. So I'm looking at 660 or something. Um, bean and, pillows? What, what? No, no, no. Just stand, I think Are that, the feathers they, separate? I don't know. She just said they're 20 each. And then she said, I said, I'm not buying today. And she pulled a tactic on me and said, oh, I can't guarantee it'll be here when you come back. <laughs> I said- uh, I can. <laughs> I can guarantee it'll be there when the closing yeah. down sale. I think we can all guarantee that. I'm going back there this afternoon. Okay. I said, listen, I, I know what you're trying to do. It's a sales technique yep. and uh, it's not going to work. Because you've got come... a business degree, don't you? You're not going to fall for that. <sighs> Mate, I continue to learn about business. Yep. You know, not only do I have a business degree, I keep learning. What's your, mo- what's your most recent tool? Tool? The book you're listening to or the book you're reading? Oh, I'm reading a lot of books. Okay. I, I like to read about five books at the same time. What's on the go at the moment? Um, tools of Titans. You know, you, oh, you read Tim Ferriss one. It's yep. good. It's good. <clears throat> yep. Don't you have a Branson book you're reading? Yeah, uh, the Virgin guy. He's good. He's yep. very good. He's doing the aeroplanes and uh, that, that's that's working Spoiler for him. Spoiler alert. He's <laughs> yeah. doing aeroplanes. Okay, yeah. that's two. What are the other three books? Um, I've got 
a book on the mind, right. and that's that's a bit of fun. Okay, it's quite cerebral. Oh, it would be. It would yeah. be. That would fit. Yeah. It's number four. <laughs> no, no, that's three. Oh, that's all I'm doing. I... <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> I thought maths was a big part of business. Nah, nah, nah I no, thought no. it was five. It's not. Um, <laughs> Here is why. When you bought these books, um, did the words come with them or did you have to buy all the words? The pages are extra. Uh, Boom. The, the reason I'm angry at the beanbag purchase is the beanbag is a symbol tone. The beanbag was the symbol. Remember the flat that he had near you? Oh, yes. Next door to Lockie. Yeah. The mm-hmm. next door to Lock that got sold. Well, you did well in real estate terms because you bought it, and three years later, he sold it for, and I quote, exactly the same price, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is always what you want in real estate. Oh, is that not true? It was five grand less than what, <laughs> what I bought. In Melbourne. How is that possible? So we only lost five grand no, out of the apartment. No, and I oh. did refurbs on the apartment. Because remember, Lock, when I, um, we I flooded, flooded my apartment and all yeah. the carpet yeah. was moldy. Which you thought would sort itself out until my mum told you otherwise. Your mum said, yeah, actually, you're going to die. You're going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so then I, I ripped up... I ripped up the carpet, and to my amazement, it was covered in mould. So I called. Um, I, I got quotes for the carpet fake, court jester. Oh. fake timber floorboards. Good it's called call. floating. Yeah, floating floorboards. floors. They're very popular now. Yeah. Yes, yes. Two grand. Oh, it's, it's usually oh. seven grand or something. Some guy gave me a deal. He said, "I'll do you a deal." Two grand. I said, "That sounds like a very good deal." So we're down another two G's for that. So, mm-hmm. so whoever bought my apartment for three hundred and thirty thousand dollars floorboards, it's worth. Mm. I mean, it's worth that. But you know. I fucking lost a lot of money. Yeah, but, we're not but of course, that again. it's uh, it's got a uh, place in cinema history because is that yes. not where the topless scene from Border Protection Squad uh, was filmed? Yeah, oh, it sure was. It was an easy commute for me that day. Yeah, you. And I wasn't even in the scene. You weren't actually. I thought it was very weird when Lockie started doing impromptu makeup when he wasn't even acting in the scene that day. Lockman, what are you doing here? Uh, well, there was free Nando's in the set too. Still is, baby. Oh, wow, yep. love it. So Ash, uh, there was the beanbag story. Now the reason that makes me angry is because Tony the, the bean bag was the final thing that he sold as Jake. Oh, Jake, oh, his yeah. alter ego. Yes. So that his, uh, the people who lived in his block yep. weren't able to take advantage of him. That's correct. He and adopted the persona of Jake. And they would come into my apartment and, and say, and, say, um, and I'd say, sorry, I didn't know Jake. I didn't know you had a house, mate. I said, yeah, Jake's, Jake yeah. lives here, and uh, but he's not home. What are you here for, the toaster? And uh, <laughs> then they'd look at the toaster and say, so uh, well, it's 40 bucks. Said, Can you do any cheaper? I said, I would. But Jake told me it's 40. (laughs) (laughs) You're always learning, mate. Yeah, he's always always learning. learning. That's one of those tools of the Titans, uh, which we are doing... We are doing the uh, the best ever. Tone, this is my best ever Twitter clarification. This is something that you tweeted out. Yeah. There is a bit in Fidler's podcast where I say late 90s, where I clearly mean late 80s. Not much of a plug, I know. Sorry. (laughs) That was because I was on Richard Fidler's podcast. I was referring to how long I'd known Pete Smith for, and I'd known him since the late 80s. Had there been complaints? Had the switchboard lit up? Well, the mess, because then I then in the next sentence say, so it's been 30 years. So, you know, you you make a mistake like that, and it's it's 200 tweets you have to answer individually. (laughs) So you thought thought I'd get them all in one hit. Get ahead of the story, as they say. Get ahead, get ahead of the story, Tone. Uh, here's a quote. Oh, yes, Ash. Did I tell you, Tone, that I saw Pete Smith in a toilet? Oh. And uh, I Literally went up to him. In a toilet? Or? No, 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 no. So it was in the, um, you know, just the general uh, Was he urinal. recording a voiceover? No. Well, he, he was. He was <laughs> it's got acoustics in there. You know what? It does. And I yeah. saw him and I thought, you can't pass up opportunities. So I went up to him. I just, I go, Pete Smith. 
I'm Ash Williams. I'm Tony Martin's friend. Mm. And then he said, oh, hi, Ash. Tony's a bit of fun, isn't he? And I, <laughs> I go, yeah, he's bloody bloody champion. Then I hugged him, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and what a day. And, and then what a day. At the end of your conversation... Uh, did he say Pete Smith speaking? <laughs> Pete Smith speaking. Uh, we do need to jump out. I can't believe that it's already set. It's getting dark outside, as you would say, Tone. So we do need to polish off the part two of the best ever team effort. Jay, what have we learned? You talked about handlebars, motorcycle handlebars. Mm-hmm. The correct term is high drag. Now, that is according to the Ducati mm-hmm. um, forum, yeah. but also according to Inked Iron, there are various types of handlebars called Breezer, Keystone, Z, Frisco, and Ape. Ape hangers. Ah, ape hangers. Well done. That'll do us. Yep. Ray, according to IMDb, took in $744 Australian. On its opening weekend or overall? I think that's overall. That's been the only film on IMDb that lists it in Australian dollars, though. Everything else is in US dollars. Yeah, you're right. It would be about $350. That is is all time. That is not just opening weekend. Wow. Now, Ash, you were very confident when you said there's no difference between an aqueduct and a viaduct? Yep. Can I have a guess? You can. I believe an aqueduct, water is transferred from it to somewhere else, and mm-hmm. a viaduct is still and just by itself. Correct. Yeah. And the viaduct so, goes over something and yes. transports rail, cars, right. that yep. sort of thing. And well the, done, the, the Dallas one is completely grassed over. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, in 1963, it was dust. So you could have Concrete and dust. No right. problem at all. Yeah. Okay, yep. So but I'm you, sure you could still land on... Grass, anyway. Well, we yeah. should do it. If you want to check out the JFK papers, you can go to archives.gov backslash research backslash JFK backslash 2017 release, and you get a whole list of all sorts of things. And here's one item, which is number six, and it's from the CIA. It's a paper textual document sent to FBI director James R. Hunt Jr., and the description FBI is... FBI Director James R. Hunt would be FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover back then. Right. Well, no, it says it says James R. James R. Hunt. Is it from director or to director? To. Ah. Thank you, Lucky. Well it done, Lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to get out a bit earlier in the morning than that, Jay. <laughs> no, no, thank you. You're, you're exactly yeah. right. So it's from James R. Hunt to <laughs> FBI Director. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it is the assassination of President John F. Kennedy... Photo of Lee H. Oswald taken by Monica Kramer, American tourist in Minsk, Russia, mm-hmm. August 1961. Great. That's, that's the one type of stuff that's what we can look forward there's to. There's a lot of stuff. Well, we've, we've got a lot of the Minsk photos. The, there's a lot of shots of Oswald in Red Square mm. that were taken. On his when, Instagram? No, no. When he was not, he was in Minsk. Red right. Square's in Moscow. Oh, yeah. I see what okay. that guy there, Tony. Okay, right. Yeah, you like that? Just a little bit of food for thought. Little back into the left. Thank you. Back oh, into the before left. we let Lucky go, just yeah. a, a Batman question from Twitter. Sure. From Winter Run. Oh. Lucky, thoughts on Jake G possibly being the new Batman? Uh-huh. Would have liked to see Batfleck in a solo Batman. This is a rumor that started today that uh, this guy, Matt Reeves, who's doing the new Batman spin-off movie called The Batman with Affleck, apparently, has, it's a rumor saying he actually doesn't want Affleck for the role. He wants Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. But here's an interesting story. <clears throat> John Papsadira, who was yeah. the casting director for Chris Nolan on all the Bat films, was over at Papsadira's place one day having a drink. Yeah. And he's, he told me the story about how Christian Bale got cast mm. because the studio wanted Gyllenhaal. Wow. For Batman back then, right? Okay, yeah. And Christopher Nolan's response to Warner's was, "No, I need to cast Batman, not Bat Boy." Oh, oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so I don't think that'll happen. Wow. Jay, is that where we're at? That uh, Rex, Hunt, your thoughts on today's two podcasts? Uh, Scrubworms, uh-huh. uh, Barty Grubs, yeah. Yabbies and Shrimp. Yeah, that's what I thought you'd say. <laughs> uh, we do need to jump out. As always, we say thank you to our guest, Ash Williams. Anything you'd like to plug before we go, bro? Uh, Insta, what's your Insta? Ash Williams 1, give us a follow. I'm going to be in Bondi next week, two days. This will be this Just, one. This uh, no, no, I'm going to be hanging out. Like I've got nothing to do with so if you're in no. Bondi, I've got one meeting. I've got one lunch meeting. Wow. So if you want to hang out, um, I'll buy you a coffee. That's on me. If you spot me in Bondi, actually, you know what? They're not going to hear this before then. Mm. Well, they might. I will do this. If you spot me, when this podcast comes out, if you spot me within one week of this podcast coming out in yep. any state in Australia. Give it to me. I'll give you five bucks. You come up to me. You come up to me and you say. What's the code word? Team effort, baby. Team effort, baby. This is so going to backfire, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, man? I won't leave. I won't have to sell that beanbag. <laughs> I won't leave the house. But um, okay, so the, that, code, that code word you're again. Gonna, you're going to be doing the next podcast wearing a barrel. <laughs> Team, so well, that code word again. That code word again is Team Effort Baby. Team Effort Baby. But one more thing. Ed. Wonderful. If you want to change it to two dollars? No, no, no. Look, if if it gets maxed, if if I give away two hundred bucks, then it goes to two dollars. It's a sliding scale. Sliding scale. First two hundred bucks. That's five bucks, and then yep. it goes to two. Get involved. Yep. Stay awake. Come up to me. Can someone do it more than once? Like absolutely. Okay, but no, you're gonna no, catch no. me. <laughs> You've got to touch me. It's like baseball. It's guy team effort, baby. Here's him, Team effort, baby. <laughs> I should have thought this through. I like to think that Ash is having the same thought process he had when he walked out onto the car park lot to see the Harley Davidson. <laughs> yeah. How am I going to fool them here? Uh, Lachlan, thank you. Uh, what plugs, of course, for the stand, the release yeah, of Romper Stomper? Finished a new miniseries, the sequel to the iconic film Romper Stomper, mm-hmm. six part miniseries. Series stars. Myself, David Wenham, Jacqueline McKenzie, Dan Wiley, and a great up-and-comer from the sticks called Toby Wallace, oh, who plays the son of Russell Crowe. Isn't Yahoo serious in there somewhere? Mm, no? Somewhere. I okay. think we beat the shit out of him in the oh, first scene. Be wonderful. Um, <laughs> so that's on stand, guys. That's on stand. Starts uh, New Year's Day. Well, that's a good time to start yeah. as any. And Tone. Uh, Deadly Kerfuffle yeah. is in the bookshops. Great There's book. another podcast somewhere on iTunes called Childproof featuring myself and cool. Geraldine Quinn and yes. a few people, including Lachlan Hughes. That is great. And including... Mr. Jay Mueller. Jay Mueller oh, narrating yeah. away. Yeah. Like, and when does it start, Tone? When uh, it, like, excuse me. By the time... When does it drop? Well, I think mm. by the time this is out, Second it, it episode, will yeah. already have dropped. Great. And, of course, uh, myself and Damien Cowell's Disco Machine are yeah. on tour in December yeah. Christmas shows. I love it. Somewhere in... Uh, uh, Melbourne, Your somewhere in uh, Sydney. All right, that's us, uh, Jay. Thank you as always. Thank you. About one more thing. Yes. Ed, we should plug um, your beautiful wife's business because a lot of my friends mm-hmm. are using her wonderful TFXO. Yeah, you know, if you're a guy or a girl listening to this, yep. um, get involved. You want to get fit? Uh, maybe maybe your, your wife or your girlfriend or, or a woman you've never ever met. This is not to... the kung fu school. This is not kung no, fu tone. Okay. This is fitness. So, uh, okay. TFXO.com. Thank you, mate. Yeah. She's uh, doing a great job. Ah. Uh, thank you to you, Jay. Thank you to all of our guests. Uh, yeah, thank you to the uh, Triple M for housing us. That is the team effort. We will see. Oh, also, a big thanks to uh, Miami DC, who does all of our grabs. We love him dearly. Uh, thank you to Luke Jacobs for everything that he's done so far in show business. Instant Hotel. Instant Hotel. Thank you so much. Uh, And also to you, dear listener, thanks for being a part of Le Team Effort. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. Back and to the left.